Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Owen Magab Enao, the co-founder and CEO of Sweet Process, a software platform designed to systematize an organization's business operations. Hi, Owen. How are you? Hi, Ari. Thanks for inviting me on here. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Tell us about your background and the genesis of Sweet Process. Sweet Process started back in the fourth quarter of 2013. But before I even talk about how we started, I'm going to talk about what I was doing before then. So I used to run an agency in the Philippines where I would provide entrepreneurs here in the U.S. with staff to do their back office work. At that period, it used to be the larger companies, the Verizons and all that, you know, most people thought of when they were looking to outsource work, that it was mostly the big companies that would go there and get like hundreds of people doing work for them. But then two books came out that period. One of them was A 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. And I think another one was The World is Flat. And that explained to people that even, you know, the small to medium-sized businesses and even people who don't even have employees could actually outsource their work. And so it was at that period now I started working with you know, these entrepreneurs who were looking to get staff abroad. But one of the issues we ran into was that they would come to us after reading these books and think that they can just magically give work to somebody and the work gets done. But that was not the case. So I had to do a lot of education to let them know that in order to get work done, the way you would do it is, first of all, there needs to be documented procedures of step-by-step checklists of how the work is done. And so they used to run into issues where they didn't have all that stuff. And so I would not only educate them, but work with my team to record, have conversations like we're having right now and record the instructions on how the work is done and then go ahead and have someone on my team document this checklist. And so I was doing that successfully. And then I was invited to this podcast by Andrew Warner is his name. And he has a podcast called uh, Mixergy. He brought me on there to teach this course of how entrepreneurs can document procedures. Lo and behold, my co-founder, who's based in Australia, his name is Jervis, is a programmer. He listened to the course. Then he reached out to me by email and said, dude, he's trying to build this app. He liked what I was talking about and he wants you know, to get my feedback. So I was talking, you know, as usual, I was open to conversation. We had a conversation and he was trying to build this software that could do exactly what I was talking about. Instead of trying to just asking me for my feedback. Why don't we just go ahead and partner up together and build it? And just some backstory. The issue was, even when I was doing this work for my clients, a lot of the tools we were using were either enterprise-level tools and hard to use for my clients, hard to use for even my own agents to do it. So we started like hacking together a bunch of tools to try to do that whole documenting thing. And so in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm going to find some time to build this software. And so as luck would have it, going on that podcast, Mikchiji, my job is reaching out to me. And this was the fourth quarter of 2013. We started, but I told him, I said, I know, I know you're eager to start programming and you know, creating software, but let's do this first. Let me spend some time calling up people who I think potentially will have need for the software. And let me have conversations with them around their specific needs and problems with regards to documenting procedures so that we can take that feedback and then be able to come and create like a simpler version of the software that's based on all these conversations we were having. And that's what we did. So Sweet Process started fourth quarter of 2013, and now we have over 2,000 companies using Sweet Process. The typical company has between 20 to 100 employees. And so that's the story. How do you determine 
which tasks to systematize? There are two ways to go about it. It might be that you might want to create procedures or checklists for the tasks that are revenue generating. So basically tasks that if you do find time to do them, you actually make money. Or then another thing is you might want to document those tasks that are actually like bottlenecks. They're taking a lot of your time. And so I always tell people to start, people might think, oh, start with the revenue one. But I say, start with the bottleneck one first, because here's why. If you are able to replace yourself in this bottleneck task by getting it documented how it's done and have someone taking over it, you have more free time to be more creative in figuring out how to improve this revenue generating task. So that's why I say start with the bottleneck one first. But the first question you have to ask yourself is, is the task required to be done? Because if the task is not required to be done, there's really no need to document anything. You might as well just eliminate it and, and forget about it. Now, if the task is required and is a recurring task, now this is when you now start working on documenting. So the next thing the person might be asking is, okay, how do you start? So once you've identified the bottleneck task, we know it's required and you've identified that's the one you want to start with. People think that documented procedures have to be this elaborate encyclopedia. And so they now becomes like delayed tactics. And so what I say is give yourself the permission to understand that it can literally be starting from version 1.0. Basically, think of the mindset of continuous improvement. You're starting somewhere with the goal that you're going to improve upon it. So once you have installed that mindset in your brain, you also have to literally install that mindset in your, in your employees as well. Because when you're documenting procedures, I don't want it to be a thing where only you or only your manager is doing it. It has to be collaborative amongst all the people who are working together to carry out that task. So you've identified the first task. You've given yourself the permission that it's a continuous improvement. You're starting, you're going to keep on having versions of this stuff. So now I say document what I call a minimum viable procedure. And what that means is the title of the task and the title of each of the steps. That's it. First of all, again, continuous improvement, right? So that's the first version. Now, once you're done with that, how do you go from that to something that, is, that has some more details or more flesh added to the bone, right? So the next thing is to get your employees or someone who has actually worked on the task before, and maybe you verbally train them on it, to get involved in this, to start documenting parts of the document that you didn't enter the flesh or the details in just yet. And then as they do that, you go ahead and improve the additional information that they've added. And as they start doing more work using the instructions, they're going to come across things that you were not accounting for initially, or they might come across new innovative ways to do things. And then you go back and improve the document. Now you can use so many different tools out there to do this. And like I said, you know, before we started this process, we're hacking together a bunch of different tools, but with all the learnings we had, that's how we came ahead about to say, let's make one single place that is simple and easy to use for people to do exactly this. And Sweet Process does that. Are there common tasks for which people are using Sweet Process? Most people use Sweet Process in different, maybe one department might start using Sweet Process initially, and then it gets so good where they love it. And before you know, another department starts using it. So from that department standpoint, you can have, if it's a sales department using it now, they're working to document, what do you do to identify leads? These are the steps you go. These are the, this is a checklist for that. What do you do to qualify leads? Literally, it's a sales script, but it's in form of a checklist of what they got to do and questions that they got to ask. It's in there. And then what do you do to follow up and close the deals? That I'm just giving from a sales department perspective. Now, you could even be from customer support. Give me an example of something that is on the legal field that is a department that 
do mostly most likely will be doing maybe time and billing or invoicing okay timing and invoice i, I want to make it relevant to the audience and so now that is important because if you're not invoicing properly that's money off the table that you're not bringing is getting lost and so whatever steps it takes to invoice people properly those are the kind of things you can document how do you do it what tools do you use to make that happen all that could be part of the documentation you have in place and then even onboarding new clients to the firm what are the steps it takes to onboard the people to make sure that the right fit they can afford the service and you guys can actually deliver the solution they're looking for that can be documented so on and so forth it's just identify the task like i said start with the bottleneck what happens is by the time you start looking at the, the bottleneck the one that takes the most of your time you document that then you hand over the work to your employees you go to the next bottleneck you hand over eventually you're not going to have as much bottlenecks to document now you have more free time to start focusing on the revenue generating task and creating documentation for them and this is the fun part now because when you're doing this you can now bring in more people to come to the community specifically to take on these tasks that are revenue generating which means more money but i usually don't want you to do this here because if you've not figured out the bottleneck and now you are getting more money in and more business in obviously you getting more clients in you have to operate right you have to do the things the clients are looking to get done and if those bottlenecks have not been fixed you just cause chaos how do you encourage your team members to use the procedures that you establish well, the first part of using it is if people actually are part of that initial creation step where they are collaborating with you to to create it there is this kind of oh i invested my time in creating this thing so there's this kind of buying just by the mere fact that they're involved in the brainstorming and building that's one of the things we do in sweet process is that when you've created this documents you can add it to a team like a department and in that team you have employees in that team like any company and so when you're creating a document you can call out like comment and mention any employee that you want to get their feedback now the employee can go in there and now they're looking at that minimum viable procedure and then ask oh i think you need this step i need i think you need this detail or they can be the proactive employee which we all want where they go in there and not only are they giving you feedback they are actually helping you to edit the document and make changes to the document and as they're making changes to the document you have that management oversight to say hey okay I like the steps that you added. I like this information you added. I'm going to go ahead and prove it. But the most important thing is all these things they are doing from commenting to making changes to updating stuff, their name, their information, their picture and all that is tied is right there. So it's just kind of like for future sake people other employees come in there and say, "Oh, look at my colleague is all the work he did to improve this document. I see all the stuff, all the comments and all the updates to the versions. Hmm, is this what this company does? This is all about empowering us to be part of the improvement. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it. So you if you see your colleagues doing this already like using the software like Sweet Process capturing all the history, you get that buying. That's the way to get buying. Why is executing on this process important for growth and scalability? First of all, let's say you you don't document anything and you're one of those people that this is how we've always done it. We don't need to do that. when the employee leaves or something happens all that knowledge is gone and you are back to square one like your head chicken cut off trying to figure out what's going on that's one, one thing another thing is how can you get more people into the company to achieve more of the results if you don't have these instructions in place so you see some companies that will hire people and the onboarding is a nightmare because there's literally nothing for them to be walking off from and so this is why you need to have this in place i mean it's my fact If you are an investor trying to buy a company, 
Would you offer more value payment for a company that has no documentation in place versus one that has everything all thought about, streamlined, kind of like runs like a franchise model where you're, you're hitting the ground running? So there's more value. So I'm just giving you a bunch of different reasons from different angles why this is important. And then from succession standpoint, if you want to say you're running your own family uh, law firm and you, know, you have other members who want to come in and do, I mean, from a succession standpoint, you can even hand over the keys because now there's something that they're moving forward with as opposed to nothing. You as a kid will want to come and take over your family's business when it's a nightmare and there's nothing in there and everything is, everybody is all running around with no structure. But if something is like a well-oiled machine, you'll be energized to come in there and even try to improve upon what's already in there. What results can an organization expect once it finally streamlines its processes? So let me give you an example because I want to make it applicable to law firms. I'm, I'm looking at one of the testimonials on our website, and it's actually from King Law Firm. It's a large law firm. And Brian King says, Sweet Process is the only program that's a law firm with day. If you have the right procedures, you can combine that with the right team. And there's nothing that will limit you on how far and wide you will go. As a matter of fact, people listening to this, go to our website and watch that video. It's like a two minute video. I just took a snippet of something he said in the video and you can see him smiling and being excited for the fact that the company, the law firm is running like a well-oiled machine. So one of the things I do is I like to give gifts. So We've talked about all these documentation stuff, but you might also want to have some idea of where to start. So I have a 52 standard operating procedure templates that you listening to this can go get right now. All you got to do is go to sweetprocess.com forward slash reinventing professionals. So basically the name of this podcast, again, sweetprocess.com forward slash reinventing professionals. And Ari will also have the link in the show notes and you can click it and get access to the free gift we're offering to you guys. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Owen McGab and now the co-founder and CEO of Sweet Process, a software platform designed to systematize an organization's business operations. Owen, thanks so very much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.